Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by our friends at Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? I really appreciate Allstate Insurance uh, getting involved in sponsoring this Youth Sports Show. And in two weeks, uh, what we're going to do once a month is have an Allstate Insurance agent join a youth group in here. And the Allstate Insurance guy is going to talk a little bit about you know, their belief in giving back to the community, why they get involved in, in things like youth football in each of the communities that they're involved in. And uh, I thank these guys from Allstate Insurance for doing this. I really do. This this uh, youth sports show has been a really good show for me to do. And Allstate Insurance recognized that, reached out and said, hey, can we get involved in that show? Makes a lot of sense for us as a company because we believe in grassroots marketing and, uh, and thank you for these agents that have gotten involved. And I look forward to having the first one in studio with me in a couple of weeks when we have a, a youth group from Oconomowoc join us. So when we started the Youth Sports Show, um, I was going to do it for six months, going on three years now, I think. And the first show we did, and, and there was a reason that we did this. It was the Franklin Youth Football Program, and I've told this story on this show a number of times. Um, I kept getting calls from other youth football programs saying, hey, how does the, fo- the Franklin fo- Youth Football Program do it? They've, they seem to have the money they need. They seem to have all the kids. They keep winning all the time. They got new uniforms. And I'd say, why are you calling me? Why would you call me? Call them. No, we can't do that. And I said, sure you can. They'll pick up the phone. You can ask them. No, I can't do it. So the first group we had in the youth sports show was Franklin. And I thought, you know what? It's been a number of years. Let's bring these guys back. So the, the people have changed a little bit, as they do on boards in, in youth sports, uh, youth programs. Um, Matt Fox is the president of Franklin Youth Football. He's joining us. Matthew, how you been? I've been great. Matt, I appreciate you coming in. If you could just grab the microphone a little bit to, to you, that's perfect. And then, John, John, could you pronounce your last name for me? Sure, Wadzinski. Wadzinski. John is a board member and a coach. It's nice to meet you, John. Nice to meet you. So uh, you laughed when I told you that story, Matt, and said, look, this is – this is what, what happened years ago, and you said, look, we're, we're still in a really good place because we got guys and we got, we got people, adults, that really believe in this youth football program. And then you made a comment said, not only that we believe in it and the community believes in it, but the coaching staff at Franklin High School, Lewis Brown, believes Absolutely. in it. And, look, when you have that, when you have, when you have parents and people in the community that really care about it, you've got kids that really care about it and family members that care about it, then you've got guys that are willing, like you two, to be on boards. You know, that's going to be a couple of nights a month away from your family to make sure that this program continues to, to, to go at a good level. 
right? And then and then the whole the cherry on the top that makes it better than most is you've got a coaching staff the varsity level that really believe in it. Absolutely, and, and it goes from the from the coaches at the high school through everybody that you that you talked about, but also the youth coaches are committed to the players and to the and to the to the program. So we talked about it the other day is. Our, our varsity coaches um, do clinics throughout the whole offseason for our our youth coaches. So we, we run through the defense. We run through the offense. We have four, four separate meetings for the offense just to get the, the coaches up to speed on what our expectations are, what, what they need to learn and how to, how to coach it to the expectations of youth so that when they walk into the high school level, they know, they know what they're doing. So they're not teaching them and they're not teaching them what a play is, what, how, to, how to block a zone offense. They're, they're taking him to the next step as a freshman because we've prepared them at the youth level. Yeah, and you guys have a camp. There's a camp coming up that I saw that, that uh, it's youth football camp. Uh, July 22nd it starts. Now, they've had camps going on throughout. If right. Can I ask you this? There's one coming up July 15th, 17th, 19th. If you've not been involved in the early ones, can you still get involved in that? Yeah, so so Coach Brown, Lewis Brown is the one that, that runs a lot of the camps in the summer. He, they do, he does a, a speed and agility camp for all the youth players, fifth through eighth grade, um, throughout the whole summer. So they can come in. I, I get questions from parents on a regular basis of, you know, I, we missed the first two weeks. Can we st-? Absolutely. You, if you wanted to come the last day of camp – throughout the summer uh, that spring agility camp is free lewis donates his time he wants he's he's one of those guys that wakes up at five o'clock in the morning no matter what yeah so he's my kind of guy yeah he's there uh with the kids and he has fun you know that's what we want to we want to make sure that we emphasize at any of the speed and agility camps any of the football camps go and have fun and lewis is a great guy to do that hey john can i get your background are you a franklin guy um, yeah, I've been in Franklin now for about 15 years. Okay. Where, um, where'd you go to school? I went to Manitowoc, Ron Colley. You did? Yeah, so I'm not from the, the southeastern area. So uh, when when we initially moved here, uh, we moved because of Franklin Public Schools. You did? Yeah, I wanted to, wanted to get the kids involved, and I knew of the reputation of the area, and uh, and it's been fantastic. I've stayed for a long time. Man, and, good for uh, so you. My, my older son went through the youth program and through the high school program, and now my youngest is in it. Hey, John, did you know that you were going to get so involved? I mean, was that was that kind of the plan that you that not only did you want your kids involved, but you wanted to like, jump in and help out as well? It is, yeah. My, my I was very fortunate. My dad coached me in in when I was a youth in baseball and football and all that kind of stuff. And when I had kids, I said, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. Right. And uh, and I played all through high school and college and coached in college a little bit up at Concordia. And it's always been in my blood. So when my kids were ready to go, I was ready so to that, go. So that term servant leadership is something your father kind of passed along to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's it's so important for kids to have their, their families involved. And he passed that to me, and I want to pass that along. And, and that's one thing to what Matt's point was about our community is that parents are very involved. You know, and, in, the, yeah. the next show, that uh, the high school baseball show that's going to come up next, um, there's a young man that was in the home run derby, um, A.J. Vukovic, kid from East Troy, and he took second in the high school home run derby in Cleveland. And I, 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 I've coached against him. I know his dad because he's a coach. I had his sister in studio a few weeks ago for this U Sports show, and I've been following this thing. That they've been they've been doing this, and this has been a total family event. 
And the, the sister is on, on Facebook saying, I'm so proud of my brother. Look at what he's doing. The dad is like, look at him and his wife are there supporting their son. And I, I love that. And so I like, John, I like the fact that you said that. You know, that, that look, I think it's important for parents, it's important for kids to know that their their parents are there supporting them, not yelling at them, not screaming, not getting in the brawl like they did. Did you <laughs> right. see, did you guys see that? <laughs> it's so crazy. Wait, wait, which one? Did you see the one from Den- from Denver, yeah. from Colorado, yes. just to, like I don't know, a few days ago, last week? Yeah, pregnant woman walked down the field yeah. with a bat, going after a 13 year old umpire. It's crazy. What's going yeah. on yeah. here? And that brawl went for a while. And if you really watch the tape, they've got the guys behind the plate that are fighting. But look long, look in center field, and then look at the seven-year-old kids who were playing that stopped in their tracks and just sat there for the nine minutes this went on and watched it. And seven-year-olds, seven-year-olds, right. and a thirteen-year-old umpire. Right. That's what. And it was ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah. It's not like they these adults all came from happy hour. This was 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and there were some haymakers thrown. Yeah. There were some. Man, I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys have ever been in it. You know, I was in a softball game one time at one of those, and it probably went on for a minute and a half, and it seemed like 15 minutes, where oh, you're yeah. trying, you know, you're just ducking, trying not to get sucker punched. And this the, this video went on, and I, there's, there's some issues that we have in youth sports, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where, Matt, where did you grow up? I grew up in Franklin. So you so, played at Franklin? Yep, I've, I played, um, graduated in 97. So Lewis was my wrestling coach in high school, was my defensive coordinator in high school. Coach Klemp was there when I, when sure, I went through. Sure, Jeff's a good guy. Yep, Coach uh, Chuck Rang yeah. um, was my Little League baseball coach when I was 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, a lot of ties to, to the community, ties to the, to the football program. Through and through a saber, yep. huh? Yeah, through and through. Where would you go to college? Went to Concord, and, and John, it's, it's funny because <laughs> – did you expect that? So his wife is also on our board. Sure, um, he's more involved than than expected because I, I played at Concordia with his brother. John was my co- was my running backs coach in college. Um, so we've been we've known each other for twenty plus years. Um, so when I had I had the chance to grab him on on the board, we grabbed him on the board, and and it's been you know, the involvement. I don't think you expect any any type of board involvement for youth sports to be as much as it actually is. So. To be able to grab him and his wife and, and have them have them really help up and step up this year is Matt, fantastic. Before we get to a break, if if somebody if if somebody caught you in a coffee shop or a bar or an elevator and said, "Hey, look, I, my kid plays here, and 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 I don't know if we're to the level of what Franklin is. Can you give us some idea as to why you guys continue to be so good? What would you tell them? Exactly what you said before is the involvement at the the varsity level. So. I coached at the high school for six years from 2000 to 2000, or 2001 to 2007. Okay. And we, I knew Chuck really well. And we, we tried to start that relationship and, and developing into a feeder program. There's a youth program and then there's a feeder program. We want to be able to run the same exact stuff and understand the offense and the defense the same way that our freshmen and, and, and JV coaches understand it. And if you start that and you start building that relationship with your varsity coaches, then you start getting in, having them come in and talk to your coaches. Come in to our board. We have Lewis Brown is on our our, our board. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Jesse Miller does all of our our, our trainings for our coaches. We had uh, John uh, John um, Pleva last year for the defense. We we I know them intimately because I coached with a lot of sure. them. Sure. 
but you need to have a relationship with your varsity program because there there are a lot of questions that we have with numbers with what should we do with one team two team should we combine last year we combined our eighth grade teams into one team for the first time in six years you know, those types of questions is are we going to have success in, in the future if we do this hey hey john you've been around this mm-hmm. for a while and and then we're going to get to a break um the the is youth football in your eyes at a, in a good place? Is it is it in a, t- a place that we need to attract more kids? Where, where do you think that? How is the strength? Do you think of and the health of youth football, not only in Franklin but maybe in the surrounding areas here? Well, and I think what you just said—that's that's the big question. Now in Franklin, it's good. Yeah, um, we have a very successful varsity program, and the kids are always involved. They go to every Friday night game wearing their jerseys. But I see in other parts of or other teams that we play at the varsity level, numbers are down. So I think it really depends on that individual community. What is your priority? Is your football program a priority? Then your youth program is going to be a priority. And he's, if it and if it wavers a little bit, that's where I think some communities can can struggle. Yeah, he's John Wanzinski. He's a board member and a coach at Franklin. We're also uh, joined by Matt Fox. He's the president of the Franklin Youth Football Program. FranklinYouthFootball.org. Good website, really good information. If you're another, in fact, there is a, a group a few weeks ago that before we even got into the studio, I ripped them on their website. I suppose you you got to fix it. And they said, we know. If you're listening, go to the FranklinYouthFootball.org one. Uh, not a bad place to start to kind of get the website that we talked about a couple weeks ago up to par because you, you've got a number of things that you can learn about who these guys are and kind of the mission statement of what this program is. From that website, again, it's franklinyouthfootball.org. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, it's turning face the stars and stripes. It's batting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air already. Yes, sir, we want the ball. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands with Allstate? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Matt Fox. He's the president of Franklin Youth Football. John Wadzinski, he's the board member and coach. Again, franklinyouthfootball.org is a website. That song, you know that song? Oh, I love that song. It makes you want to hit somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, it's really warm out, so you, you have to go through two days to get to that point to hit somebody. But, you know, that uh, that song definitely kind of gets you going. Um, hey, during the break, we talked about the varsity program. And, and you, look, if you know, you know Lewis Brown, he, he doesn't back down no. from challenge, right? Wrestling, right. a long-time wrestling coach. Long-time successful. Very really successful. successful. And really successful varsity football coach. Yep. And... Uh, you know, you might as well just open up with two cupcakes, right? Isn't that how, how that works? You might as well get two wins right on the board. Yeah, right. You might as well go Fond du Lac and Appleton North, two programs that are, are expected to do great things up in their 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 uh, their conferences. And I'll tell you what, you might as well just uh, see where you're at right off the jump, right? He doesn't back down. And no. That's, uh, that's for sure. I, I like getting them on uh, that Friday night scoreboard show that I do. And... Uh, you know, they, they win a game, a big game, and and, and similar to Bill Young, um, Lewis goes, hey, let me tell you about my staff. 
Let me tell you what these boys did. Let me tell you about this kid. Let me tell you about this guy. Let me, and I go, but Lewis, you're the yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm the head coach, but let, let me tell you about these guys. And he's he's just uh, he's got such a strong love for Franklin mm-hmm. and and this whole school and this program, and and you can see why they're always in that conversation. Hey, let's get in the weeds just a little bit um, on this with with some some questions for you. How do you find your coaches and and your philosophy on on Winning at the youth level is what? First on the coaches, we, we recruit and we vet quite a bit. So our we have a junior program as well, the second through fifth grade tackle football uh, junior program for Franklin. And a lot of our coaches come through that for four years. Okay. And we, do you, do you, I'm sorry, do you follow the team through? So if you started we, second? Yes, at that, yes. Yep, we follow through because it's, it's all dads. You know, right. it's hard to find actual coaches just for youth. They're unpaid. Sure. So you start getting, you see, start seeing who the football guys are, who the who the coaches are, because you can have the dads that want to help out that right. aren't good coaches or don't know football, and those aren't the guys that we want. We'll take them. We need them, but we we're we're taking a look at who who can be a head coach at the. We, we're involved with that junior program. It's kind of like the varsity involved with us. We're involved with the junior program as well. We. We share a board meeting with them you know, every – we did it once last year. So every year we, we, we work with them and find out all right, who are these guys coming up, who are the football guys, you know, who are the dads that we know that, are, that, that have gone through this before. Right. It's, uh, it, it helps our level of coaching just because we know who's coming up. Important for you to know that, that they understand that not every game is a Super Bowl and, and – right? Correct. I mean, you, you want things done – you want people walking away going, look, that's a really good program. We respect the way they do it. They're not yelling at the, the officials all the time. They're not grabbing kids from the face mask. They're not doing anything it takes to win a game in the third grade right. level. We don't, we don't even talk about it. When, we, when we're doing clinics, when we're during the season, we're, we're practicing, we don't talk about the wins as, a, as coaching staffs. It is, yeah, it's great to win, but if I come down to a sixth grade level game and we're not running our offense and we're winning games, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's not you know, winning is not more important than developing kids for the for the future. Hey, the best uh, the best time we had in our in our conversations this week about you coming on was when you told me Jesse Miller was the sixth grade coach at one point. Oh yeah, and you said, look, we don't care about <laughs> wins and losses. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally, hey, personally, yeah, we do. Je- I'm sure. Hey, I'll tell you this, and I made a comment that I bet Jesse had people film another. You go, and you were like, yeah, yeah, because you know what? This is he's a football guy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, he he's a really good football guy yes. too. Yes, yep, great great football mind. He went he went, went through and I, I coached along. I coached the other team, so sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and we our teams played together, practiced together, and it's it is good to have that football guy. He's a, he's my game day coordinator now too. Did you uh, play against? No, 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 we never played against him. No. Who would have won? His team, their their team was stacked. Oh, he cheated. He cheated. He cheated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's the only guy ever in the history of Franklin youth football that's ever. No, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just kidding. Hey, the, the, you talked about the wins and losses. Um, again, guys, sit here and John. I'm going to come to you on this. Guys, sit here um, a lot in on this show and say, you know, no, we don't care about wins and losses. We're just trying to get the kids to fall in love with the sport, get prepared. And then I'll get calls off the air that go, hey, look, just so you know, that guy was pulling the wool out over your eyes, man. He's doing anything to get wins. And I, I haven't heard that. I've heard that Franklin is really competitive and wants to win. They're, they're, look, if they're keeping score, let's win the darn game, right? right. That's kind of what we're doing. Um, 
But your feeling on 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 that, and and especially at those early ages or the sixth grade, seventh grade level, on on trying to 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 make sure that you win a lot of games. Yeah, so um, I, I can speak real clearly to that because my oldest son, um, his eighth grade year when he was in, going through the youth program was the first year they said we're not going to just have one team anymore. We're going to split two, okay, because of the numbers. Sure, a lot of good numbers. The philosophy behind that is we're not out there to win every game. Now, if we combined and had 40 kids on one team right. and played our best 22 every time, we would we would do very well. Right. But we look at it as let's go with 22 to 24 kids, have them play both sides of the ball, have them learn the game because the kid who's sixth grade at running back, right. he might be a lineman by the time he gets to or the, the Or to the lineman might be or the running versa. back. Right. Yeah. So our whole philosophy really is get kids involved let them play all the positions. Figure out what they like best. And they're going to have fun. They're going to be involved then as they go forward, freshmen through seniors. Hey, um, cost to get involved in in uh, in the youth football program. And when we talk about the youth football program, that's 6th, 7th, and 8th, correct? Correct. That, that's kind of what you're the president of? Yes. Um, there is there somebody else in a whole different board for those the, the younger kids? Yep. It's a whole different, different board. Different animal. Yep. That's an inner, it's an inner league. Um, league, so they play each other. Okay, we, we separate them into teams. They play each other, so it is a completely different philosophy yeah. altogether. There's really. enough kids in the third and fourth grade to to how many games do they play? They play eight games. Um, practice. So the second and third graders, yes, yeah. they're combined. Okay, and then the fourth and fifth graders. So um, in the past, when we when we talk about numbers, our junior program is is suffering the most with numbers. Okay, so back. It, when I was involved with the Jesse Miller started that that league, the highest number we've ever had was 170 kids for second through fifth grade. Okay, which is unbelievable. Right, we're right around 100 now. Okay, so the games you know, we used to have 10 teams, so six at the at the fourth and fifth grade and and four at the second and third grade. Now they're down to three or four per per, and they they play each other a little bit more often. But it's all inter squad. We have the high school kids come down and, and ref ref the games. Yeah. Um, it, we played at the, the sports complex, so the kids get the, a pretty cool experience of, of football from a young age, but it's not, it, it's not the competitive. We don't keep score. And I, I am a guy that keeps score. And, but oh, those kids keep score. They keep score. They keep score. League, you bet they yeah, do. As a league, we don't. Hey, don't. John and, and, and Matt, I'm going to ask you the same question. Why do you think that the numbers are, are dwindling? And, and I've got my own philosophy on that, but I'm wondering for, from a guy like you who played – you know, for his father and his father been around. You've been around the game a long time. Why do you think the numbers are dwindling? dwindling? Well, especially at the the way the the second through fifth grade level, there's so many other sports now that are absorbing time. And frankly, if you look at football and the commitment and what you have to do to be a football player, it's a lot harder than being a soccer player. A lot harder than playing basketball. Um, you practice those, hey, and hey, it's hey. fun to play. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, thank you for coming in. We're going to switch. We're going to talk about the uh, the Oak Creek youth football because he respects basketball. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, My John. My son plays basketball, too, so yeah, I love basketball. Yeah, but he just played basketball to stay in shape for football. I know you, boys. No, it's a, and, and those sports really now, too, are they're asking those kids to play all year. You know, they really are. They're saying, hey, if you want to do this, you got to play in summer leagues and, and others. So there's a big time commitment. And, uh, and like I said, I mean, with football, it's it's also a, a time commitment from parents, too. Matt, same question. Why do you think? 
Are you in, in lockstep with him? Because I, I, there's a couple of other reasons I think yeah. as well. And, and the the big obvious the reason is is the concussion um, safety. The, yep. The safety aspect and and the the media light. And I was just having the conversation with one of our other coaches, another board member, of the training that we or the courses for USA football that we have to go through. Right. And he said, well, I've I've coached wrestling. I've coached basketball. I've coached baseball. I've never had to do heat heat stroke. Uh, you know, any of this training, but in football we get the we get a rap of it's so unsafe. But we do more more behind the scenes training and and understanding of what we need to do to make it safer than any other sport. So we get the bat they get the football gets the bad limelight, but they don't under, they don't see the bat behind the scenes of what we've done as a as a an organization or as a yeah, sport. Yeah, I agree with that. And football is a a violent collision sport, so there are mm-hmm. going to be some injuries. Yep. Have you ever heard of uh, you know downhill skiing coaches having to go through this or snowboarding skiing? Nope. Soccer coaches. Look, Tom Swiddle, who's my my host on the WFCA show, uh, coming up uh, you know next week. We'll 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 be talking about that All Star game. But we started that show because President Obama came out and said, if I had a son, I'd never let him play football. His son played quarterback all the way through high school. He's now a defensive back in college. He's never had a concussion. His daughter played soccer, had to stop playing soccer because of the amount of concussions, but right. you don't hear that. And and you're right, the light is not shined on, on that ever. But it is about football, and the idea was, look, this game is safer now than it's ever been. Back a zillion years ago when I played, it was two days. It was if you wanted water, take a salt pill and get ready because you're going bull in the ring again for yep. the third time today. Right. You know, nutcracker drill after that. And people wonder why you can't remember how to drive home sometimes. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? So things have certainly changed. And there's not very little even hitting going on in practice anymore. It's all technique. It's keep the head out of the game. You know, all of that. And I, I agree with you guys. I do. And I think, that, I think with the amount of sports that are out there, John, you're on to, on to something. I think it, it has a lot more with I don't want little John. I, I just don't want to play in football. Yep. And then the second, third – Fourth, fifth, there's, it's 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 there's no collisions going on. No, no, they no. run into each other and fall down. Yeah. Right, right. right. And th- th- those are the conversations that we do have with parents of, do they really have to play in second grade, third? No, absolutely not. But we're giving them an outlet because because of what John's talking about is, you're you're playing soccer at, at, at five years old and right. you're getting into clubs at at seven, eight years old and you're playing, thirty games a year in, in soccer at seven, eight years old, and baseball is the same way. Basketball is the same way. Wrestling, you know, I have cauliflower ear. I'm, the, sure. I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not the, uh, the most basketball advocate person either. That's okay. Um, but you're out too then. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> but wrestling, you're, you're doing, you're going, you're around, they're, going, they're traveling. So I have these conversations of do you have to play football at second grade? Absolutely not. But we're giving them an outlet because most, ki- most, uh, most kids don't want to invest all their time in one sport. No, so we nor, nor should they. Weeks. Nor should, nor they, should exactly. they. Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show I used to do. Yeah. Um, these guys said, look, guy, kids that play soccer, football, basketball, never see them. Kids that just play baseball, just swim, just play volleyball, said my, my, my waiting room was filled with those kids. Got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Matt Fox. President of the Franklin Youth Football Program, John Wanzinski. He's a board member and a coach. FranklinYouthFootball.org. Again, if uh, you're involved with with that organization, there's a camp coming up that you're going to want to know about and go on the website. And uh, Coach Lewis Brown is taking care of that. 
Uh, so there's some things that you can do now before their their season kicks off. This is the U Sports Show again, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Matt Fox, president of the Franklin Youth Football Program, John Wondzinski. He's the board member and coach. Just got a text from Mike Bush. Do you know Mike Bush? I just texted or emailing back and forth with him yesterday. He's a good man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go back he, uh, a long ways. Yeah. Not not as far back as, as him and I do. <laughs> probably you, not. You weren't even born probably back then. Yeah. During the next break, I'll tell you all kinds of stories about Mike Bush. Love it. Yeah, I, yeah, you'll you'll uh, have you'll laugh. I'll tell you that. Now, I, I there's a couple I can't tell you, but there's a couple I all can. Right. Yeah, he's I'll a, take what I can get. He is a good man. He uh, he covers Friday night games for me. Yeah, and um, you, you know what he does? He goes get all the games covered and wherever you need me to go, I'll go. I mean, he has taken some road trips for this for me, and I can't tell you how much I, I love that man. He is one of the real good guys. We're and, trying and, to get him out of retirement for coaching. So, Boy, he, you know what? That'd be a good get. As long as he's available Friday nights for my scoreboard show. Bushy, if you're listening, you put that in that contract, pal. You got it. You got it. Um, you know what? He'd be great if you can get him back. He uh, he did a great job when he was running Franklin yeah, Youth absolutely. Football. i tell you a story. Well, you know what he did? I'll tell you this one on the air. I was coaching youth. I was coaching varsity basketball at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. Sixty-seven kids in the school, right? Struggling because not a lot of finances, and we were going to try to raise some money to get some uniforms and stuff. And we do these brat stops at different pick and saves every Saturday, and we were doing one in Franklin. And I said, "Mike, you guys want to do this?" And he was like, "No." And obviously, he's like, "No, we'll do it. We'll do it." And I said, "Great. You know, here's what we need. Um, Three hundred fifty dollars is what they made for that." And about four days after they did it, Calvary Baptist Athletic Department got a check for three hundred fifty dollars from the Franklin Youth Football Program. That's phenomenal. And the guy called the coach. The 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 other guy I coached with out there called me. He said, "What is this?" And I go, "You got to be kidding!" <laughs> and that that's typical what Mike Bush did. And you talked about that servant leadership stuff. So I, I appreciate um, him listening and doing the things that that he has done. Um, Matt, as the president of the Franklin Youth Football Program, what keeps you up at night? With this, and, and it's interesting because the segue on this is that first time I had you guys in, this was years ago. Woman said, "What what what I struggle with is volunteers, because uh, ninety ten percent of the people do ninety percent of the work. It's just like church." And I see that there's a there's a change coming up this year for your volunteer program that we'll get into, and I have some questions for. Um, but I'm wondering, is the president of this youth football program what keeps you up at night? It goes back to what. I- what we were talking about before it's it's numbers i'm a, i'm passionate for franklin football i'm passionate for football and i want to be able to to have as many kids possible experience a good experience in youth football and what keeps me up at night are probably the kids that don't come back out for football is the kids that played in sixth grade or played in seventh grade and don't play in eighth grade and it, to me i take it personally is we didn't we didn't they didn't have the best experience they possibly could have and that's why they're not coming out. So those are the reasons I do. We do the coaches' clinics. That's why we we work on our coaches on how to, you know, their 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 actions during the season, their actions towards the kids. We want every kid to come to that went out last year to come back out this year. Did you go and ask them why? Some of them I do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it is, and John said it before. There's a lot of work 
it's five days, four days of practice for one day, one game. Right. So you're you're practicing a lot more than you're playing. Yeah. And for us, we the way we set up practices, it's repetition, 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 repetition. Well, you have offensive linemen that all they do are seventy five percent is take one step, take the step, 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 step. Well, those linemen are kind of getting bored. Yeah. And we we try to make sure that we we entertain them a little bit, have some fun, but. A lot of times it is that coach. It's, it's just you know, it, it wasn't fun. Well, again, I take that personally. Yeah. So well, it's it's hard to it's hard to do, you know, one step, one step, one step, and make that fun. Right. You know, it is. It's 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 a difficult thing. Um, John is as a board member and and as a coach. And again, you've been been doing this for a while. Is there anything part of being part of this program that keeps you up at night? I, I guess I would say probably very similar to Matt. I mean, yeah. we just want the kids to have a really good experience playing football. And once again, that translates to when they get to the higher level. Because you're always going to get kids that after like their freshman year, they're going to say, uh, I, maybe this isn't for me. I'd rather watch the game. Right. And so, you know, you're going to lose some freshman year. You're going to lose a few sophomore year. But the key is if we can get, you know, a good core of 20 to 25, 26 kids as seniors, that's when you have successful programs. Well, in what I don't think people that are on the outside don't know this, and, and I was taught from, from Joe Cook, um, look, football is purely a numbers game. And if you, can, if you have the numbers to two platoon, now you've got 44 kids fully engaged in everything you do in practice. Yeah. Because you're one play away from being a starter. Yeah. And so you got 44 kids fully engaged in what you're doing and paying attention in, in every drill, paying attention in every um, – when you're when you're going and, and looking at film and all of that stuff. And and that really, as far as numbers to keep kids playing, is is a big key. To getting back to the volunteer thing, yeah. um, I, look – when people say, "Hey, Franklin's in a good spot," this this proves to me that you guys are in an awfully good spot. Um, the new 2019 volunteer, um, they no longer have to give you three hours during the season, um, and and the seventy five dollar voucher or uh, volunteer fee is is no longer. And when we had a conversation before, and I I, I show this to you, and you kind of giggle, and you said, "Look, that whole ten percent of the people do ninety percent of the work." It just got to be too much, so we're just going to handle that. And, and it hasn't. And we actually implemented it last year. It wasn't official until this year. Okay. Um, we so we had volunteers for the chain gang, volunteers for concessions, volunteers for uh, the clock. It, it, you're the same volunteers <clears throat> that every other program has, and every single week we had signups and we had the. We were chasing people around to. Hey, we need we need chain gang. Can you, Dad? Can you go over there and, and run the chain gang? And it. it, it got to the point of the same 10% did 90%. And right. The same people, we, we there are fallbacks. You know, we couldn't get anybody to volunteer, so we'd go up to, to Joe and we hey, Joe, can you do the chains again? Yep. So we, we worked it out with the high school. Um, so the some of the programs, so the dance team or the track team, they do concessions. So we, we eliminated the volunteer Perfect. position. The chain gang, the, the varsity players are now, we, we have them come down um, for the day we I'm not going to give a moment. No, we, that's we right. give them we give them a couple bucks Doesn't matter. and, and yeah. bring bring in pizza for them. Yep, they do the do the time. They do they do everything. The biggest thing that we volu- we we need them to volunteer for is the cookie dough. That's our fundraiser every year. Yeah, and that's ra- mandatory. Raising the stakes fundraising yes. leadership development. Yep, yep. So it, we that, that's the only time that we need we need parents to fun- to 
to actually volunteers to help hand out cookie dough. That's it. So, yep. And we, we, and it, it hasn't changed because the 10 people, the 10% that has always volunteered, they're still going to volunteer. Still there for you. Yep. Boy, doesn't that take a lot off your, your, your right your plate? Yes. I mean, to be able to do it that way. There are other youth programs right now that are rolling their eyes and probably flipping you guys off a little bit to the radio <laughs> going, you know what, I wish we could get to that point. Well, again, it goes back to what we talked about, the cherry on top. You know, the fact that, that Lewis Brown and those guys, Jesse, all these guys are are fully invested in what you're doing, and, and that helps. That gets all of this other stuff that you guys are able to take off your plate because you've got the numbers, the community. Look, it's a football community. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah. And I know that because when Cook was was here and he coached at Oak Creek, he couldn't even drive through Franklin. He, <laughs> he said, still can. He said, I drive through Franklin and a cop sees me, you'll never see me again. They'll put me away. He goes, I don't stop there to get a soda, to get gas, to get a haircut. No, uh-uh. Yep. Can't, I cannot do it. Boys, let's get to a break. Other side break, we'll continue our conversation about the Franklin Youth Football Program. Uh, John Wanzinski, he's a board member and a coach. Matt Fox. He's a president of the Franklin Youth Football Program. Again, franklinyouthfootball.org. Uh, there is a camp coming up that if your kid wants to be involved, they got to be a uh, Franklin resident, correct? Correct. To be involved in this. Uh, coming up July 22nd, a couple of days through that week, uh, and it's at Speed and Conditioning. Well, that's of? the football camp. That's we, the football camp. Yep. Speed and Conditioning is oh, Monday, Wednesday. You know Fridays. what? You're right. Uh, youth football camp that week. And uh, Lewis Brown is putting it on. And, again, ages – Fifth through eighth. Fifth through eighth. Eighth graders are allowed to practice or do the camp with the high school, so they get to experience and and start seeing the coaches in action. So, ooh, yep. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to that one. Maybe I'll, I want to see those boys in action. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So let me tell you about these tailgate parties at Franklin. <laughs> I just got invited to my first at Well, I didn't get invited. I invited myself, let's be honest. Matt Fox, president of the Franklin Youth Football Program. John Wanzinski is the board member and coach. So you guys do – you live right across the street. You do I a little do. tailgate we, before we, home We games. have a little fun. Um, there's a, I think there's 10 families that – we rotate the, the tailgate through. It's fun. Well, we're going to have you guys on the Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week. You know, the sideline reporter needs to be fed, bro. You know, so <laughs> we got be, you. Yeah, that a boy. You, we, we take we a lot of times we'll take a plate up to Jesse Miller. He lives in the same neighborhood <laughs> as me, and we we take a plate up to him so he gets fed during the game. Well, I'll come over. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I I, I got to get there early, and and I do a you know I record my stuff or however we're going to do it this year. But I got a little time. I'll come we'll, say hi. We'll, we'll invite you. Yeah. I don't, Hey, um, there certain things that I think different youth groups do to to to, to kind of commingle, you know, the, the the varsity players with the young kids. And we're talking during the break, John. Uh, that youth night at the high school is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Um, the kids get so excited for it. Um, we've got about well between the second through eighth grade, you know, over two hundred kids. They're all wearing their jerseys. They get to come down on the field. They get to to stand behind the, the – basically they form a tunnel for the varsity, high fives as they go through. They get to stand and watch them break the big banner. When we play ACDC back in black and all the kids get fired up and go screaming through, yeah. 
Uh, it's awesome. And they, they wear their jerseys to school on Fridays, just like the varsity does, Homer away. It's it's a neat deal. They're they're in. Hey, John, how many kids do you have? I have three. You have three kids, and have, are they all going through or have gone through the my program? My oldest is in college yet, so he went through the program. My daughter's in, in the high school now, and then my youngest is in seventh grade. And, and what is your wife's name? Heidi. Is she listening, you think? Um... I, Let's hope yeah, so. she should be up by now. Because you know what? It, oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, man, that's Wadzinski, W-A-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. First name is John. Good luck Good luck when you get home, John. Because you know what? If you're coach and board member, and, and, and your wife's name, Matt? Mandy. Mandy. Yep. Uh, do you have kids as well? Yeah. I have an eighth grader and then my son and then my daughter's 10. Look, this is a family affair, man. You know, and, and and we're kidding a little bit. Uh, is is Heidi up or not? You know, but look, she's full, as fully involved in this thing, I'm sure, as you are, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the board. She does the cookie fundraiser, and then and then she also does a lot with our web design and graphics for our clothing and apparel and all that kind of she's stuff. Done a nice job with that. Yeah, yeah, re- really well. Um, and and so yeah, this isn't something that you know is not in the home. Right. right, and I know as a basketball coach, it's 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 so important to have your wife agree and believe in what you're doing, and 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 part of it, and and be a sounding board. Look, Matt, when you get out of these board members, you want to you know yell about Wes McCain. You can go home and and say you cannot believe what this idiot said today. My wife is my filter yeah. half the time. She, you can't. You're you're not allowed to say that. No, you can't say that either. Right. And then I can go on and say something else. She double checks your emails yes. before she you send. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. No, you're gonna delete that. Let me re- let me write this one for you. Hey, look, we've talked now 55 minutes about this program. Every program has issues. Right, I mean, you're not going to sit here and and say, "Look, there's no issues at all in the Franklin Youth Football Program," because that would be um, that would be a lie. So you guys deal with them as well as you can. Um, and and I've looked and I've read a lot of it. We didn't get to it, but the, the you know the coaching bylaws, the rules of operation, everything is filled out pretty nicely. You know, here are the fees. Here's the attendance. This is what you can miss a practice for. This is what you can't. This is unexcused. Um, Six Flags is one of my clients. Can you take them off the unexcused absent thing? Because <laughs> they, they don't want to know that that's on there. But cancellations, insubordination, pretty much people are going to know what they're getting into. You're going to know. You're going to be able to read this and say, okay, I got an idea. But then outside of reading this, you're going to have you're going to always have some parents or some aunties, uncles, somebody like that making a scene at a game. You guys have things in place to take care of all that? Yeah, we have. So a lot of our board members are coaches as well, and we, we task them as game, game day coordinators. So if something happens on at Franklin and, and it is, and we've, we've had to ask people to leave. We've had you know, um, fans from other teams we've had to ask to leave. Sure. You're tasked with it. As a, as a, as a board member, your priority is the league and the, and the, the visibility and what the league looks like after the, after the games are over. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're really the game day coordinators. Um, we, we we have a code of conduct for coaches. You know, Saw that. Yeah, we have a code of conduct. We, you know, the expectations for the, the parents and the players. As and this isn't something that we put in the last two years. This has been an ongoing been process, yep. uh, and it's it's followed. Are you coaching again this year? Yes. Yep. So what grade do you coach? I'm coaching eighth grade. So eighth I, grade. I've gone through. This is my second time. Through. Okay. So first time without my kid on it, and then, then how, this how has that changed at all for you? 
having my own kid. Yeah, coaching, see, coaching our sons is a difficult. It thing. is difficult. It is. Um, and I try. What we strive for is not allowing our coaches to coach their kids in specific positions. I'm a little unique because I'm the head coach, and my son was a backup quarterback and running back, and I coached quarterbacks and running backs. Um, it's it is difficult because the expectations of your own kid are a lot higher than than uh, than it's other hard. kids. But it's gone pretty well. There's like my wife has said, you know, stop doing that. Right. She's, she's told me a couple times. Good. Good for her. Yeah. yeah my wife did it for years. <laughs> so or why why is he not starting? Well, the yeah. other point guard's better, but he, the other point guard's not your son. I said all he's got to do is get to even. If they're just even, yep. he wins the toss because he's my son. At this point, he's not, so he's coming off the bench. Um, same same question for you. You're coaching again. Yep. Sixth grade. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Your son. Seventh grade. How's that going? It's good. Good. Yeah. He uh, he enjoys football. Loves it. Um, but what we really try to do is not coach when we get home. Yeah. That, once that was after reading this book that I read, coaching our sons, coach Tank, a basketball coach up in Dodgeville. What I learned, I read it a number of times. Is once we got to the kitchen table, I was his father. Yep. After it's hard. It's it hard is. Though. After it really games, is. he would try to jump in his mom's car and beat me to that kitchen table, and I'd stand by the side door and go, are you going to hit a shot ever today? <laughs> hey, guys, um, the uh, Franklin Youth Football Program is in good hands. You know what? You guys Appreciate get it. it. Yeah, and and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, Matt Fox, he's the president of Franklin Youth Football. John Wadzinski is the board member. He's in trouble with Heidi when he gets home. <laughs> There's no doubt, man. I'm not coming over today. Thanks for the invite to that Thank tailgate you. party, by the way. Yeah. Hey, this is the U Sports Show. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Check out Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 